Well, hello and God bless you. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and listen to the uh, podcast here. We're going to go into our series today that I talked about on our last program. And I'm going to call the series, Why Can't We Be Friends? Why Can't We Be Friends? Why Can't We Be Friends? We're going to call it, Why Can't We Be Friends? Okay? And we're going to be talking about marriage, the marriage relationship. And... Whether you're married or whether you're single, whether you're wanting out or you're wanting in, I believe that if you'll listen to these uh, segments that we're going to do together, that you'll find something that'll be a blessing to you to hear, okay? <laughs> and I named it, I'm, I'm thinking to name it, Why Can't We Be Friends? Because I don't want it to be something so staunchy, you know, staunchy type presentation and, and now open your Bible and turn your Bible to so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. No, I don't want to be like that. God has shown us some things. He's given us some insights over the years that we've been married. And I want to share them with you, but in a kind of fun kind of way. And maybe even interactive. I mean, inviting you or making you feel comfortable enough that you can call in and maybe share something about something that went on in your marriage that you thought of as I've been sharing on these different points that I'm going to bring out. And as I shared on the last uh, program, we recently ministered a marriage seminar in Cancun, Mexico. And we're back now. And the Lord just pressed on my heart, impressed on my heart yesterday to go ahead and kind of share an abbreviated version of what we shared with them down there, which they were really blessed by, to share that with you guys here. That's where we're going. And so there's eight, there are eight different points that I want to bring out. I'm not sure how they'll come out, whether it'll be one point per day or we'll combine some of them. But anyway, there's eight things I'd like to get to you. I'm just going to cover the first one today. I know that already. Okay. I feel like I'm talking about like an auctioneer because I don't want to take too much of your time. Anyway, so let's go ahead and jump into it, right? First point I want to share with you, I want to talk to you about my first major revelation that I received as we went into marriage, okay? And I'm going to spell it out to you, then I'll kind of give you some background. I received a revelation, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I received a revelation that men and women are wired differently. Can I get an amen from somebody out there? (laughs) Men and women are wired differently. What do I mean by that? They think differently. They perceive differently. And men and women also have different preferences. So see, let me me back up a little bit. I'm a dude, and growing up, I didn't really care for all that mushy, mushy kind of stuff. You know, my sisters be in there. I got two older sisters and a younger brother. They be in there watching some old romance movie. I'd be bored stiff. I'd be like, man, I got to go outside and play some football or do something, right? But they were content with that, and they they all tearing up, crying and stuff. I'm like, I don't understand this. I don't, what's going on here? And and I remember also when it was time for us to head off to school, of course, my mother would give us all our lunches in the little brown paper bag and stuff, and, and she'd want to kiss each one of us and hug us. And, and, you know, wish us well for the day. I tolerated it at best. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, dang, man, we could we could, we could, could be on down to the bus stop by now. But, you know, it was cool. I didn't understand it. It didn't really mean anything to me. And I remember also when it was time for my birthday each year. Of course, my mother would get me a card. And I'd get cards from other relatives and a few friends. It was cool and everything. But, again, that didn't really, it didn't really touch nothing on the inside of me. Oh, with the exception of my first year in college. I went to UNC, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And as a freshman, I'll never forget this. (laughs) Well, I did forget it, actually. Bad. My bad. Anyway, I'm remembering it now. As a freshman, 
you know, you go through a lot of changes as a freshman in college. I felt lonely and I felt like, am I going to be able to make it? It's, it's just me against all these other things going on in my life. Anyway, birthday came around. I got about 10 birthday cards. You know, you go downstairs and check your little box, your little mail slot. And I had 10 cards in there. They wouldn't even all fit in there. Some of them were big, too. And I took them all up to the room. And I sat on the bed. And I started reading them cards. Man, something touched me. Something gripped me. I cried like a baby. I'm so glad my roommate wasn't wasn't in the room right then. It messed me up bad, y'all. I mean, I just cried and cried and cried and cried. You know, and I, I can't really explain what I was feeling. I was impacted by the fact that somebody's thinking about me. Somebody really cares for me. You know, I don't know. It just just messed me up big time. But with the exception of that, all that kind of stuff didn't really mean anything to me. Well, let's feed things up a few years. I meet Deborah in my junior year at the university. And I mess around and fall madly in love with her. And so a little while after I graduated, we got married. But thing is, I carried that same thinking into our marriage or I carried the misconception I thought that Deborah, my wife was just like me only God chose to dress her up in a nicer looking package than me but I figured she thinks like me she reasons the same way I reason what's important to me is important to her what's not important to me is not important to her see that's where I made my mistake and that's where the stage was set for God to give me a revelation the Lord had to help me because Boy, thinking like that, if you're married or if you're even in a relationship with someone of the opposite sex and you're thinking that that person is just like you, thinks like you, values what you value and stuff like that, man, you a train wreck going somewhere to happen. I'm trying to help you out, okay? <laughs> but anyway, so you remember I explained to you that I didn't really care for cards or other types of, you know, outward shows of affection? I figured she thought the same way. So when different occasions would come on, like for example, for example, uh, Valentine's Day. Hey, I ain't, you know, she ain't got to get me no card. That don't, that don't, she ain't got to give me no flower, no rose or nothing like that. That ain't important to me. Candy? I, I can buy my own candy. See, that's the way I thought. But the mistake I made is I thought that's the way she thought too. So Valentine's Day would roll on around and I wouldn't get her anything. Baby, you know I love you. Dog, I can almost hear some of you women. Oh, dude, dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't have a clue, okay? Because, again, my thinking was that women think the same way as dudes. It's just a matter of the fact that they look different. But I found out, you know, God used my wife powerfully to get this revelation through to me that men and women are wired differently. She let me know after a while. You know how what happens. Her little friends and... And little people on the job, their, their, their boyfriends and their husbands got them a dozen roses or two boxes of Whitman chocolate candies and just all this kind of stuff that they did for them. And so we get home, or she get home and she tell me about it. Yeah, so-and-so, look what their boyfriend, their boyfriend, you know, had it delivered to the office, a dozen flour. I'm like, oh, that's nice, cool. I didn't understand right then that she was trying to communicate to me that those types of things were important to her. Okay, eventually it got through and I changed my tune because I realized that we're different. We don't think the same way. And see, that's not a bad thing. God did it that way. He made it so that women and women and men don't think the same way. We're wired differently. And as we've been married for a number of years, I thank God for that because I see the wisdom in that. 
Boy, if we both thought the same way, aside from wanting to kill each other for being bored with each other, you know, how will we ever even communicate? She started to say something and I finish it for her. I know what you're going to say. You don't have to say it. You know, we think the same way and, and we have the same uh, preferences and stuff. No, no. God mixed it up really good. And so that has helped me so much to realize and, and it'll help you too. It might explain some th- reason why some things are going on in your relationship. You're not wired the same. You don't think the same way. Dudes, what's not important to you, don't just assume that it's not important to your wife. Okay? Lord Jesus, I mean, uh, <laughs> again, you know, watching the movies and stuff, I still don't like romance movies. But at least I stopped picking on my wife for, for watching them and then getting teared up and, and, and needing some Kleenex. I don't do that anymore. Why? Because I understand we're wired differently. All right. Anyway, let me stop. I'm going on the babbling now. But I want to pick this up again tomorrow. I hope that you'll have the time, take the time to join me. So now we've discovered today that men and women are wired differently. So what are we going to do with that? Now that we know that, what of it? That's what I want to talk about tomorrow. Okay? Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. And, uh... If you if if something comes up in your mind as I'm sharing, man, call in, share it with me. I know that some of y'all can relate to some of what I said today. I'd love to hear. <laughs> All right, you take it easy. God bless you. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. We're going to pick back up tomorrow, part two, in our little mini-series, Why Can't We Be Friends? And we're dealing with the subject of marriage. Okay? All right, God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey Larry, it's Althea with Wove Inspirations. Yes, very good message, very, very good message and a very good point. We are definitely different. We are wired completely different. I am definitely different from my husband when it comes to communication. Um, He is a straight point blank guy, give me the bullet points and I'm good. I have to be a little bit more descriptive on what I'm sharing and so a lot of times my husband will look at me like okay can you just hurry up and tell me what you're trying to tell me and then you know we're good and it, you know we joke around and everything there are a lot of things that we are alike in um, we actually both watch romantic movies together yes we do so um there's a lot of other things that we are um the same uh, as well but when it comes to communication i need to get to the get to the message, get to the point, and be done with it. Yeah. Hey, Larry, this is PDE up here in Alaska, and just getting around and doing a little bit more listening to my anchor community out here, and I just tuned into your most recent episode, Why Can't We Be Friends, and I loved it. It was informative and, of course, so applicable. I'm married myself, and Yes, sir, do I know that we are wired differently. And But I appreciate the encouragement. I appreciate uh, the biblical-based uh, aspects that you bring. And, and I'm looking forward to staying tuned and hope you and your wife are having a blessed day. Thanks a lot, Larry. Man, I got to add to, to this, man. I'm, I'm actually excited, man, this morning. I was like, man, I sure hope he put that content out today about marriage. Man, I want to say a couple things I learned, man, really quickly is that there's no such thing as checking your wife and putting bass in your voice and putting her in her place. Look, man, 
that's just not how it works, man. And um, first of all, you you shouldn't want to have to check your wife. You know, you you of course you before you marry your wife, you would want her to be intelligent enough to to have respect for herself to where you don't feel like you got to put her in a place and all that stuff, man. And then lastly, man, I learned from you know God, man, that and from Paul, Paul says that you should love your wife as you love your own body, and you should definitely love her as Christ loved the church, and that's a lot of love. And I learned that where I was making my um, big mistake was I was in my position of authority. I was not coming from a position of love. So, yeah. In response to your less, why can't we be friends? Me and my fiance were having a little issues in the beginning of our relationship because um, when I would go to him and have a conversation about something that was causing me a problem, he would automatically see where he could fix the problem and just fix it without having a conversation with me at all. And that used to bother me because I'm thinking, you know, talk to every time I come talk to you, I'm not saying that I want you to fix something. Sometimes I just need you to listen. It was hard for him to get used to, to doing that. And so we had to get to uh, an agreement to understand I'll say, hey, I'm telling you this because I want your help or I'm telling you this because I'm just needing events. So we had to learn to adjust to one another because he's black and white. He's a fixer. He sees something wrong. He fixes it. And I had to learn not to get so irritated by his way of handling things. Now, when it comes to the the card thing, I had my feelings hurt by me, my fiance when one time I bought him a card and he was like, you know, I don't like cards, you know, well, it doesn't matter whether you like it or don't like it. I don't think you should say that you don't like a card to a person that hands you a card, you know, even though that's not your thing. Let me find out and understand that, you know, what you really like and what you don't like. But if I don't know that in the beginning of a relationship, I don't think it's a good way to, you know, get a relationship started by hurting somebody's feelings and saying, what are you giving me a card for? Give me something that I, I would like. So I think people need to get adjusted to, you know, what everybody likes before they insult it when they when it happens, because that's what he did to me. But we learned I don't give him cards anymore. I just give him money or a gift card. <laughs>